guys. Welcome to Two Broke for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. And every week we gather to talk about life, love, and everything in between. This week we had our producer, the legendary Taco Boy, the guy who makes us the mix at the end of every episode. You guys have been waiting. It's been a while since he's been on. You haven't actually had Xander Wave on. We're talking Sam Hart, baby. They know. They know. They know. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, On the mysterious lost episode of Two Broke for Therapy that was supposed to be the season one ending, we did record an episode, but... They have no, never yeah, heard yeah, it. never heard it. Maybe that would be a good filler episode. It's kind of like dated, but yeah. I don't know. I gotta listen to it back. Next time we have a week off like we just did, yeah, which yeah. we sincerely apologize yes. for. We had a lot of stuff on our place this week. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we got a guest, and last week there was so much stuff going on. You I, guys will hear about it. Yeah, my lady friend's birthday, your mom was in town, your friends were in town, everything was going off. Yeah. Uh, so we had a week off. We're back. With Sander Wave, super stoked to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. Great time. We talked to him about music. We talked to him about a lot of your guys' questions, which you guys killed. Thank you so much for submitting questions. You can always continue to do so at twobrokefortherapy.com or at the Twitter at TBFT Podcast. But yeah, it was a splendid episode. We, it was so um, good to sit down with him, kind of catch up. I hope you guys uh, enjoy it. We do the classic Type 5 on some real shit, a bunch of good stuff. And real deep. Real deep, really real good. deep. And we've got a new mix from him at the end of the episode, too. And you guys can always subscribe to him at SoundCloud at Xanderwave. X-A-N-D-E-R-W-A-V. No dot. Just Google it. It will pop up. You can find all of his mixes there. He was so great to have on the episode. Uh, splendid time sitting down with one of our best friends. And getting to kind of show you a little bit more about Sam's life. Um, it was great. Couldn't ask for a better episode, Trevor. Right. Yeah. And, um, and how have you been, just in general? How I know I we been? get into it on this episode. Yeah. Um, I had some friends come up this last weekend uh, for the big Melee tournament. I know I'm not going to get too inside baseball about that, but we had a great time. Um, I got a lot of, you know, that in, which is yeah. very fulfilling to me, because uh, I feel like I had neglected that aspect of my life for a minute because of how intense school had been. But uh, now I'm like kind of back into it. Uh, I took 15, I've taken 15 minutes every night to practice ever that's since. Great. So, you know, I'm really trying to get back into it, really trying to improve on that. And that's super helpful for my mindset in all aspects of my life, not just uh, playing a video game better than other people. Yeah, and it's great. I've had a, a lot of stuff going on, but I'm really excited for this Sunday. We're seeing Kanye West at Oracle. It's going to be great. Talk about that. We're on the floor. We're going to be right under the stage. We're going to go crazy. Uh, I'm going to sleep the entire day before that, just in preparation. I'm going to hit that floor with the energy of 300 Spartans. Baby. Understandably. And we're going to get fucked up, dog. We're drinking. Yeah. We're drinking. I'm going to drop $50 on we're a smoking. t-shirt. I don't care. I'm going to hang out, get uh, obliterated right where Steph Curry takes jump shots, baby. It's Isn't that splendid? That's the dream. It's the dream. That's the dream. It's the dream. We'll be there. I'm the American meme. Great mix last week from Xander Wave. We got another one this week, like I said. A continuation. Let's get into uh, an interview with him. Then we'll get into a mix from him. And then next week we'll be back. New guest. You can hear about all of our experiences over this next weekend, which is for sure to be a great time. Yeah. You'll, you guys will want to listen. Yeah. And uh, after this episode, we actually talked to Xander Wave about setting up a Two Broke for Therapy show. So we'll be updating you guys hopefully next week about that. And you guys can come out if you're Bay Area locals. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Let's dive into the episode. Trevor, fill him in. We're not therapists, baby. Exactly, exactly. And but we are so money. We are money. And Trevor... What else? Well, uh, I'm not sure if these guys know, but this voice right here is that of Lil Trev, a.k.a. Young T-Pow, a.k.a. You Made It Weird with Skeet Holmes, a.k.a. Prosecco Romaine Stamos. You know my wine stays bubbly, bitch. And the human Ken combo. I'm out. 
And as always, it has been Stephen Baker, a.k.a. Papa Steve, a.k.a. Lit Harrington, a.k.a. Jerry Weinfeld, a.k.a. George Count Banzia. And a.k.a. Car Smell of Dankany. Nick Papa Giorgio? And it's your boy, Nick Papa Giorgio, baby. Dad, I want us four cars. Let's get into the fucking episode. Shout out to this house. Come on, motherfuckers. Yeah, we both got sadness. Yeah, I know. I'm paying for my own phone bill now. You boy. I don't know. Shouts out to Mama trade. Heart though; she might help me out a little. Yeah, bit. Shouts out to Deborah Baker for paying for my phone bill. Shouts out to Lisa Powers. Same thing. Moms. Uh, Mama. We are here in Sad Boy Studios, a legendary Mama. place. Ah. Oh man! Speaking of that. I just want to say we are seeing Kanye West on Sunday. I it's can't gonna be crazy. I hear T-shirts are fifty plus bucks. I'm spending it. I'm spending it. I I'm might buy two, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> dead stock. Well, I can't use that. Stuff. Uh, yeah, problematic, but it's okay. Um, the light is flashing, but yeah, Oracle. It's gonna be great. We've been talking about it forever. We bought these tickets like before you even lived here. Yeah, one hundred percent. And uh, yeah, we we're gonna it. be on the floor. It's gonna be great. But we are in Sad Boy Studios, a legendary place. It's been what? Uh, a year almost. Oh no, it has been a year it's been a since year. the uh, the renaissance of our lives. Uh, it's kind of crazy that that was a what we would call a low point in the San Francisco spectrum of time, and now we're kind of not in low points like per se. Like you guys lived here. Yeah, yeah, but now we're kind of in like another like comfortable yet low point. I would feel like you know we're all going Speak through for yourself, some. Homie. Yeah, well, sorry, you've solved your problem. Well, uh, they don't know that yet. I'm still a sad boy yeah, trapped to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's you know our biggest thing is I'm glad to be here. It's rare that we record here. Um, it is a little bit loud, so if you do uh, hear some background parrots, uh, the city parrots are outside of Sam's house right now, as well as the uh, harsh streets of the Tenderloin. Yeah. Uh, you know, there might be some wildness going on outside of Divas in the back. You know, some people be fighting. But, uh, yeah. some good Thai food. Some, some good Thai food? Uh, I don't know. I, I call the one, every time I've had that Thai food from down the street, <laughs> I have shit my pants. I fucked with it when we went. It's fantastic, but I think one of the only times I've ever cried from laughing so hard was when Steve told me the story <laughs> about one of the times after Sai Jai Tai. Yeah, yeah. I uh, will leave that out of the podcast, um, <laughs> but if anyone wants to know that story, you can just come up and, and slide my I'll, I'll personally, yeah, I'll personally tell you, but Jesus. Yeah, that was one of the worst mornings of my life. I cried. I literally, that was like it. That was like the saddest I think I've That's ever like, felt. That was like the lowest part of like my human existence is like... like that's about a year ago. That was about a year ago, and I have not be- been back to that establishment. Sai Jai Tai, you could literally 
eat my ass. <laughs> I think uh, everybody has the same notion of what a crazy thing is. Yeah, be. but I mean, for me, I'm desensitized because I see people okay. doing heroin. I see people yeah, smoking no, crack. No, no. Like, that that's, stuff doesn't. Like, I've literally had a. I've like, been walking down the street and a guy right next to me is smoking a crack pipe. And you go, oh, shoot, do you, what do you think is more affecting to you? I, I think watching someone shoot up, which I've seen a couple times, yeah, is oh, like, way more harder, like, scarier to me than watching someone. Because it's the injection. You yeah, know? yeah, it's like no, piercing I mean, skin. You know, one thing that was great is, you well, know, I'm, 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 my mom like, might hate me for this, but it's, it's the first time that my brother has ever visited me. Shouts out to Brock. Um, shouts out to Brock Hart. Um, he the looked, He looked out my that window. Broccoli. He looked out my window, which is a very lovely alley called Cedar Alley, and yeah, only beautiful like things it. happen in, <laughs> in our alley. And a man, an old homeless man, happened to be shooting up what I can only assume was heroin. Except for, you know, after doing that for such a long time, it becomes hard to find a vein. And he was oh, literally man. just yeah, stabbing was... himself. Oh. There, I actually have a photo of it, because I took a photo of him. What the fuck? There was blood, like, running down his arm. Other people were walking down the street yelling, Hey, man, give it up! And this guy was just stabbing himself. And Brock happened to look out the window, and he goes, Oh, my God. And I got the opportunity to be like, Yo, don't ever do drugs. Like, yeah, that is that's a nice older brother, younger brother Something talk. you want to do, because look at this guy. Like, other homeless people are telling this guy to give it up. Because you know the kid's still living in Heroin Beach, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, it's horrible. Heroin Beach High it's School. Horrible. I'm much more... I see a guy smoke crack, like, that's... Oh god, he smoked crack. Shooting up is way different. Way right? different. Yeah. What about you? What was the wildest uh, thing you seen? I don't know. P- public defecation. Public defecation. I'm, okay. That's, Great, a, that's you want to shit. Usual Tuesday. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I'm, I've been not been up here for that long, and I don't live in the TL, so I only come up here to visit you. But like, if I'm walking back home at like 10:30 to get to Bart, yeah. you see some shit, baby. Okay. I'm crazy. It's like a Frank let's, Miller. Comedy. Let's go over a couple crazy things. I have seen. There is plenty of transsexual huggers. Yeah, and love that. Right boy, after 10 p.m., you want one? Come down to Polk and Geary, baby. They're strutting around. The fights between them are just a, a sight, a sight to see. It is something that they're most even people, pleasant to the ear almost. Yeah, oh, man. the screaming, the names, mm, fights, the be- fights between drug dealers and drug addicts. Hilarious. I don't know. That's kind of sad. Uh, it's <laughs> hilarious because it's one guy just yelling, "Give me my money!" and the other people running. Yeah, and it's hilarious. Fun. We saw Brian Wilson up the street on Knob Hill, Snob Hill as they call it, uh, the refined air up there. Uh, we saw Brian Wilson, lead singer of the Beach Boys, perform Pet Sounds for the last time. Splendid concert experience. It was. I literally cried. Yeah, it was a great time. Literally one of the most emotional and tense concerts right. I've ever been we to. We laughed, we cried, we sang along in like animated fashion. Yeah. Everybody else's chagrin. They were probably not having these yeah. two twenty kids. Tw- probably the youngest people in yeah. the crowd, just like laying on each other, like <laughs> singing, holding each other's faces, and seriously just singing to each other. It was it was beautiful. We looked like fools, and it was absolutely worth it. And then we went to uh, probably the most similar bar to the Cantina in Star Wars called Edinburgh. <laughs> down the street from Sam's oh house. God. When you walk in, everyone looks at you, and then everyone looks away for a split second. Yeah. And, you know, you so are... You literally are, walked up to us and said they don't like us. Yeah, and then the next thing we know, you know, there's a guy, like, dropping hard F-bombs, calling us, you know, the, the worst of names. Uh, he threatened to smack Trevor with his sandwich. Yeah. He was like, what you laughing at? I'll smack your fucking ass with a sandwich you fucking F word uh, um, you know one that rhymes with maggot yeah. and it made us feel like maggots small 
insignificant creatures. Because you know what the hell we did? We said, okay, sorry, and walked the <laughs> fuck out. <Yeah. laughs> Paid our tab. Good day, sir. <laughs> all right. And well. shout out to Hemlock. That's where we ended up going. Uh, a way better situation. That's all I want to yeah. say. Uh, even post-metal show. So, the Tenderloin is crazy. Uh, come here only if you're looking for a scene. And I love Sad Boy Studios. Glad to be back. Always a great time. Uh, even people that I haven't seen in a while uh, ask about this place because, you know, ev- a lot of people have had memories here. So, shouts out to everything. I miss you, Ben. Anyway. Shouts uh, out to not getting smacked with the sandwich. Yeah, I, I think that would have been a great end to our night, though. A sandwich smack? Then the guy, is the guy going to still eat it after? Who knows, baby? <laughs> I don't know. I'm eating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it better be the one that's eating it after that. You get shit. smacked and take a bite at the same time. Then you just look at him and go, what now? What up, baby? Um... So, as you guys know, this is Too Broke for Therapy. I'm just going to fucking start it. This is a podcast where... We are not therapists, baby! And we gather every week to talk life, love, and everything in between. This week, we have on our producer, the Taco Boy. And the guy who makes the mixes at the end of every show. I know him close and personally as Shmile. Some people know him as Sam Hart. Most of you know him as Xanderwave and... It's been a while since you've been on, Sam. How are you? What up, what up, what up? I'm good. Yeah, probably chilling. Probably, uh, other than Trevor and I, the most connected person to this podcast, he just rarely comes on. uh, The the third member of the family, for sure. For sure. And when Trevor and I, you know, record the podcast and spend time doing this, Sam is usually spending the time he would be on this, making the mix at the end of the podcast every week that you guys seem to really enjoy. Supplying you with that fresh content. I'm just going to say it at the top because I don't want you guys to tune out and not listen to the end of the podcast. Follow Xanderwave, Xander, W-A-V, no dot, on SoundCloud. And that's it. I just want you guys to listen to his mixes. He's got a lot of good ones up there. He might upload the podcast mixes. He's thinking about it. Why not? I don't know. The cops are coming because those tracks are so high. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's illegal. The fucking highs that Xanderwave takes you baby. to. Oh, oh, drop those sirens. Oh, it's what time. The fuck? You're mixing tech house underneath fucking Young Thug? That's illegal. I can't even tell you. 130 beats per minute? What BPM is this, sir? I'm going back. We gotta hit 88 BPMs a minute. We're going That's back to the slow. future. I know, it's quite slow. Shout out to 90s hip-hop, usually around 96. Sure. All right, um, so let's talk a little bit about On Some Real Shit. We'll dive in, get to know Sam a little bit better, since it has been a while since you've been on. Maybe some crossover. Uh, new listeners haven't got to know you yet, so we do this thing called Type 5. We'll explain it in a little bit. So, On Some Real Shit, first and foremost. Trevor, I know you've got something on your plate. Get it out. Right. So, um... On some real shit, sometimes knowing something is not right for you is better than knowing what is right for you. And by that, I mean today I took a hard F and just decided that I'm no longer going to be attending my graduating writing assignment class that has been giving me like the most intense mental strain I've ever been through for the past month or so. And it feels fucking great. Um, it's crazy because uh, even like... The past two podcasts, Danielle and Lone, both said it's really good that you know what you don't want to do. Right. Most people That's aren't a aware thing of that. Yeah. That has been popping up. So it's like, yeah, these people are kind of. Everybody is telling me that, like, I know what I don't like, and then I'm drawing out. Um, I'm not quite going to switch my major, but I'm going to take whatever. This might be too inside yeah. what I do, but this is a political philosophy class, and I just do not grip the material well enough to have that be my 
most grueling paper of college. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So there's a, I know in the same category, there's a history of American political thought, which is absolutely a million percent way more up my alley. I'm yeah. a history guy through and through, so it's like, why didn't I ever take that in the first place? I don't know. I'm a damn fool. All I can say is I have a 3.2 GPA, so I can take a 4 unit F. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll take that when I'm not... Because honestly, like, take, trying to take 15 units and have one of those classes be, like, the big graduating writing class was ambitious, to yeah. say the least. Especially your first semester. Yeah, exactly. And my first semester at a university, which is totally different from community college. Yeah. So, I don't know. I fucking decided that I would do that. I've been in such a mental, like, I'm so clear mentally. Yeah. And... I finally found some natural ice in the city of San Francisco. My Manny favorite ice. fucking beer. I don't give a fuck. Come at me if you're a hater. You don't know the sentimental value that I hold with that shit. So I just know that Take I Take a sip right now. I know that I made the right choice is what I mean to say. So on some real shit, guys, when it looks bad, I was thinking about dropping out of school. You know, I was... I thought I hit rock bottom, like, in the past two days, and this light, man. Hey. You gotta fucking just... Realize that you don't like some shit and cut it out of your life. Commit to making the best decision for yourself. Yeah. You guys take a sip of your Natty Ices. You know me. I'm a filthy boy drinking a steel reserve over here. That malt liquor like madman. Well, thank you, Trevor, for sharing. And on my real shit for the week, uh, I shaved my beard. I took it down a bit. I trimmed it up. You guys know my beard struggles. Nobody likes my real face. I took it down. It's very uh, light. But it's still there. It's still there. And I have a mustache. Literally. I'm not joking. Four people today at work said, are you losing weight? Because you shaved your beard? I guess. I don't know. But so far, this is making it work. Uh, you know, I had every spectrum of sexuality tell me, you are you losing it. weight? And I was like, yeah, man, you know, I'm trying to eat better. Not true. But uh, I will take the compliment. I will take the W. I do not think this is Hold a down. On the, shoulder, baby. the only thing is, the, you know, my girlfriend is like, oh, I don't like you uh, without a beard. But baby, Damn. I like myself without a beard. And that's all that matters. But she does have a, a you know, a big opinion. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like to try to provide that facial hair for her. Why not? Why not? And uh, Sam, do you have some on some real shit? On some real shit. I have been really enjoying watching the San Diego State women's soccer team. Oh, why is that, Sam? Conference games this year. You know, my sister's on the team. It's really cool to, uh, you know, watch her team. Yeah, stream it live. They do the whole Mountain West um, network, you know. There's like an actual, is there like a scene for people that watch like college soccer like that? Uh, I wouldn't say a scene. It's mostly for families. You know, I'm sure there's people that maybe follow it. There's people that definitely follow Because they like college football. Yeah, there's definitely people that follow the Mountain West Network for sure. Uh Uh-huh. Sounds like literally like an underground railroad system or something. It's like an an amateur... It's like, you know, college-level ESPN. Sure. You know, they've got announcers. It depends on what school's good. San Diego State, if they're playing at the sports deck in San Diego State... And you're watching from far away, I guarantee you it's going to be a great watch. They've got great cameramen. They have the replay abilities. Ooh. They even have slow-mo abilities. Ooh, Melee doesn't have any of that shit, I'll tell you what, dude. It is fantastic. Um, they do a great job. You know, they mix up a couple of the stats every once in a while. But, you know, you can't hate. You can't it's hate. college kids. It's college this. kids, baby. It's um, a, a couple there, of the schools, though. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's just a live stream of the game. But I have been really enjoying watching it. Um, it's been getting me through my weekends. Usually there's a game Friday night and Sunday midday. Um, 
if you're interested in soccer, I recommend watching it. They've been exciting games. Where can One, you find uh, these games at? Online? They're online. Um, you just, you know, you search the games. It's SD, at SDSU Aztecs. They've got the Mountain West Network. You search the game. Um, the Mountain West, is that what it is? That's their league. Is that uh, network free? Yes, it's oh, free. Okay. 100% free. Uh, Sam, we have a new part of the show called Type 5. It's a stand-up thing that nobody gets unless you like stand-up comedy. But essentially what it is, is we're going to ask you five questions quickly, and you're going to give us your gut answer. This is just so people can get to know you. Uh, usually the first thing that pops in your mind is actually your favorite thing. Don't think that's, too hard. That, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest part. So uh, our first question is, <laughs> who is your favorite artist right now? Who are you listening to the most? And who, obviously, would you recommend other people to listen to? Wow. I know, it's a first hard thing, one. First thing. Who's... Baba Stilts. Okay. It's Baba very Stilts. interesting. He's got a lot of different types of music. Um, that's uh, something that I'm listening to right now. I won't say favorite artist of all time. Of course. No, no, no. no, no. That's not what we yeah. saying right now. Yeah. Baba Stilts, I know Cherry is a fucking tune. Yeah. And I want to ask you one more question kind of in that same regard. Uh, what is your favorite BPM as a DJ? What would you like to say yep. is your perfect beat per minute? I really enjoy 124 to 126. Ah. All right. That's what I like to hear. That's a good That's answer, exactly too. what very, I want to hear. Very, very solid. Uh, murder Mystery. You're a big fan of those shows. Our third question is, if you could... Shut up, dogs. Feels. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite Murder Mystery show that you've seen since you are such a big fan of them, I've literally gotten you a Law and Order T-shirt. So I want to know, uh, you know, that's the SVU one, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got me SVU. Right. Man, that's messed up. Shouts out to Ice T. Straight <laughs> up, I have a lot of really, really cool and really nice clothes, and I work in clothing. That shirt has gotten me the most compliments out of any yeah. piece of clothing I own. Dun dun. Can I Thank tell you. you that I hot hot take Trev? I. Cannot watch any of those shows. Really? I, Law and Order, none of those procedural crime dramas. Do, they do absolutely nothing for me. In fact, I need to switch the channel because I can't. I watch this shit. I don't get the appeal. What is it? Literally, I don't. What is the appeal? The appeal for me, especially for SVU, is the fact that every single episode is different. No, there, there are some slightly like, you know, there's some things that kind of develop over time with the main characters, but I can turn it on. And not pay attention for three episodes and start oh, paying sure. attention, and I'm comp- totally fine. That makes sense. But if I'm watching something like Luke Cage, which I can't get through because I keep kind of tuning out, I I have to go back. Yeah. I hate going back on episodes. Sure. And That's I do that. Marvel Universe. <laughs> I I do really like the show Luke Cage, but I've been not I've been not know. focusing on nothing it. about none of that shit. You guys haven't heard about me. I don't watch no fucking superheroes. You should watch Daredevil. Shout okay, out to Vincent D'Onofrio. Back to the not, sh- sh- If you are putting on a goddamn costume and fighting no! crime, I do not fuck with it. All right. Back to the question. What was that again? What is your favorite murder mystery show and why? That is the question. <laughs> 100% I am making a murderer fan. I love the story of Stephen Allen and Brendan Avery. You or, ready Stephen for Avery and Brendan Allen? I, I don't know. It's okay. I, I absolutely love that story. Um, I think it's... I'm a hard... I think they're both innocent. I think they got set up. That's my thing. That that is that a hot take? It's a hot take. What that, is the what is the general conclusion? Well, the general the general conclusion is Stephen is Avery's, that much up in Stephen the Avery's still in jail. His nephew was coerced into being put in jail. He was coerced into making a false statement. Um, he was recently 
acquitted of his yeah. charges and is going to be let out. That's on Netflix. That's on. It's on Netflix. Season if you haven't coming. watched it, watch it. It's ten episodes. It's ten hours. And you say get past episode three. That's your <laughs> episode three is where you're like, yo. And then you want to go. It's kind of like Stranger Things in that. I way. will say, you know, all these shows are set up to send, to send a specific story. So yeah, you have sure, to know that. Sure, sure. I've been really enjoying kind of following the stories. We watched uh, a couple of the documentaries on the killing of John Bonet. Oh yeah, well, that's the huge, that's like the biggest yeah. one. It's an it's a very interesting one. There's a, there's a few different ones. You know, there's obviously different takes on it. I just think it's really interesting that there's different takes, but there's no real story. There's no real answer to it. So you get to kind of form your own your own opinion, and you know. The Stephen Avery case is very interesting because it's kind of unfolding right now, so we get to kind of watch it, which is cool. And season two is coming out on Netflix soon, so you're excited oh. for that. Oh. I guess I see no interest in murder shows because uh, you know, I have been heavily involved with a nine-person murder. Yeah. Well, I will say this. If you want to see me murder something, I want some John Bin yays, baby. Take me down to Brenda's. <laughs> I'm eating crawfish, chocolate, vanilla Bing pill. Who knows done that? <laughs> me, uh, no, me and my mom went there when she was up here this like well, two weeks ago, I guess. But since the last time yeah. we recorded, and that was I love Brenda's baby. Amazing. I got you know, mom's buying dinner. See, so you no, know, I got the oyster flight, baby. I got <laughs> all fucking three. I love her, Trevor. Your question for Sam on the Type Five is Sam. What's your favorite football club? Football club. That's football right. Club. I'm gonna go with it, Celtic FC baby. Oh, They're Celtic. hardcore. Ireland, one of my favorite fight favorite teams. I don't keep up with them all that much, but when it comes down to it, I think they're my favorite. Um, you know, it's always great to see them do well in the Scottish Premier League. It would be cool to see them do well in the Champions Leagues and things like that. But it's also, you know, you gotta understand stiff it's a, competition. It's the Scottish Premier League. They don't have the same money that the EPL does. Yeah, They're not gonna for be sure. able to put up that competition. You know, but watching with what Leicester did, you never yeah, really know. Man, what a trip! You never really know what's gonna happen. So yeah, fuck Leicester though on the low. But yo, I beautiful, mean, beautiful season. Couldn't yeah, ask for anything better. That's insane. I think that's yeah. so. It's they're one of what? They're the only team out of like five teams that yeah. have won over the past twenty years. Yeah. Like it's been Tottenham, Arsenal. Man City, Manchester United, or Chelsea for the past literally Liverpool, twenty years. No, and Liverpool, Liverpool Liverpool's six. taken okay, it. Yeah. Six. Shout out to Steven. John. Six. Yo, shout out to Everton, baby. Everton FC. Shout out to Landon Donovan. Please come back. We want you on the Galaxy again. He supposedly he's coming out of retirement. Can you believe that? Anyway, Steven Gerrard, Robbie King, Landon Donovan, Robbie King. Any of that shit? All I know is I have FIFA 17. And Let's I go see a San Jose Quakes game, baby. I'm, I'm so down, I baby. I know, I know. Let's do it. That would be so money. Money. Sam, your last question of Type 5. A question that has become a staple on the Two Broke for Therapy podcast. A viewer podcast. favorite. A pillar of the Two Broke for Therapy community. We want your answer. We want your hot take. We need to know. If you had 24 hours to live, where would you be? 23 hours from now. Boom. So if I had 24 hours... Yes. Travel doesn't yes, take any time. You're an hour before you die, but tomorrow. Yes. Where would you be? You Thailand. could be anywhere in the world. No actual time constraints exist yes. in this hypothetical scenario. Thailand. Thailand. I want to see Thailand. Doing what? I don't know. Those beaches. I've seen pictures. I've seen people. All right. I just want to be like, yo, it's... It's coming. All it's I gotta chill. say is someone with your IBS, I don't think you can handle time. Oh! 
dropping the IBS. I take I take side Jai Thai once a week. Every time this guy eats it, exactly, exactly. Shout out to Shane Beer. Shout out to Everton. Listen, listen, listen. I like that answer. I would love to go to Thailand. I do want to say one thing after Sam drops this piece of knowledge. I would be in Thailand, but everyone I love would be there. My mom, my brother, my sister, my dad, all my grandparents, all you guys, Chelsea, like everyone. Theo. Theo would Theo, be there, yeah. Uh, everyone would be there. Can I bring Big Cat? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking do whatever. You bring whoever you want. Y'all can be there. But I'm just saying, we're all going to be in Thailand. Shout out to my child. I miss you so much, Big Cat. <laughs> um... All right. Thank you, Sam, so much. That was Type 5. Uh, you killed it. And I just want to ask you one question, just kind of as like an interview thing before we get into the listener questions, which you guys obviously submitted so many questions at twobrokefortherapy.com backslash submit. But Sam, I want to ask you this right now. Where are you in your DJing career for the people listening? And where would you like to see yourself in by, you know, this time next year. I don't want to make it too big of a goal, but just, like, more of a realistic thing. You know us. We like to set goals. We like to, like... We're all, we're all about growth. Here. Yeah. We, we're trying to get people, you know, moving. We like to involve a lot of people. You're obviously heavily involved in the podcast. So, where are you at now? Where can you go? Do you want to do more parties? Do you want to interact with the fans? Do you want to do more? Like, where on the spectrum would you like to go? And I know that you probably... I know you think about this, but probably not put on the spot think about this, but just kind of give like a, a loose toss. No, I know I know exactly where I want to be. Um, Perfect. Right now, Perfect. I'm, I've been lazy. I've been a little bit uninspired. I've been working a lot. I've yeah. been tired. Um, Happens, dude. You know, I came out with a pretty cool mix from what I, I've gotten response-wise. I got the best response to my last mix, uh, Make Her Twerk Volume 1. Can I ask you this? Oh. This, can we? This is going to be a hot tip. Can we have an intervention right now? Why the title Make Her Twerk? What the fuck? It's not... It's not good. I it's like not it. a good title. It was a lyric that came out of one of the songs that was in the mix. Makes sense. Ish. Maybe I didn't hear that lyric. I that just... Makes it's at the, that end, makes it's at the end of one of the Galisher Lust Work songs. Shouts out if you've never listened. Look him up. All one word? All Galisher. G-A-L-A-C-H-E-R. Lust Work. L-S- okay. I just L- think the title doesn't... You think you're getting something else when you click on Make Her Twerk. I would say that's also a part of it. That's, yes. I think that's that what a, means... That it's a little bit of an irony to it. Okay. But I also think that dance music is more of a dance. I don't I don't think of twerk as in the sense of like... I want that tattooed on me. Dance music <laughs> is more of a dance. <laughs> I'm into that. What I, You know, I think that... Twerking can be in different senses. It doesn't have to necessarily mean, you know, what the internet twerk video is. It's something that you do. That is what twerking is. That is what twerking is. I know, but I'm playing... Other than a sassy way to say work. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying... Hot take intervention. intervention. I'll take it. We take we, it. we 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 didn't quite understand the title, but That's now fine. at least I have. have but to but it. after the reasoning, it actually now it makes sense. It's a little bit so of an irony. Like, so now personally, I kind of feel like an asshole. No, it's fine. <laughs> I I would love to be questioned. I don't. I'm just glad I brought it up. Bring was, it up. I brought it up, baby. Bring it up. Let's get probably be a Maker Twerk Volume Two. It won't change me. Just say Baker Works Volume Two. People understand. Um, <laughs> uh, give me back to the back question. to the question. Back yeah. to the question. No, it's vapor cool. purse. Vapor purse. Yeah, vapor purse. Vapor volume purse, two. purse Volume Two. You know that's my that might be how it goes because I like that. <laughs> um, 
But just volume two, though. Just like, yeah, where yeah, was yeah. volume one? Only no, where, where I'm at right now, I've been a little uninspired. I've been working really long hours. Um, when I come home, I've been in Netflix. I've been... Luke Cage. Not really listening to a whole lot of mu- new music, but I've been getting back to it. Um... I want to put out more mixes. I want to. I want to be interacting with the fans more. I'd love to play more shows. Um, I, I want to see you play more shows because I want to be at more Xanderwave shows. Last time I was at one, the only time I've been at one was for Steven's birthday this year, May. That seems yeah. like far too long, especially since I've been living in the city for. I don't know. Four months. Four months now? Come it's, on, baby. It's been a long time. We haven't done anything. We'll, we'll the one thing is, you know, most of the shows that I played at have been things that we have set up, so. And it ends at 11 p.m. That's, I mean. And that's the biggest one. But then that's San Francisco anyways. I know. Because everybody's got to hit that public transportation. So By it's 11. like, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, I want to set something up. We'll work on it after this podcast. Yes. But I do want to get myself out there more. I need to uh, go out on the scene a little bit more to, you know, get my name out and be able to play bigger venues that have later curfews and things of the sort. Yes. Um, I do have my first paid steps. Do have my first paid gig set up for 2017. It's going to be a while. But um, damn. Grant Middle School has asked me to be the DJ for their graduation party. All Migos are young. There is a. <laughs> DJ budget, <laughs> your boy's gonna get paid. It's gonna be cool. I'm gonna download a whole lot of clean edits. Yeah, gotta play some one dance. I know go crazy. Man. Yo, breaking records out here, my boy Drizzy. And no, then cool. never ever think that. Uh, also, I, you know, I've, I've been I've been sitting on some, which is a better song. I've been sitting on some some tunes that I'm I'm working on personally, some you know original tracks. So we've I been sending you some. To. You know us, the Two Boat for Therapy Collective. We 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 have a, an Illuminati group chat where we send each other just mad tunes. We're, we're stockpiling. But I'm talking about original tunes that I'm working on. Oh, and my my Ableton. Yeah, you know, shouts out to Ableton Nine. You be um, Ableton. Not on Ableton <laughs> Ten yet. Sorry, but uh, hey, cool. yeah, yeah, it's okay. I'm still on the old Final Cut because. That's the best one, bitch. So, Ooh, you know, I need take. to get a little bit better before I'm ready to put this stuff out, but I hopefully will be uh, putting out my own music in the next year. Let well. me know if you need video production, and let Trevor know if you need someone to dance. If you know us, we're always there to dance. We're always there to support. So this is the part of the podcast where we like to answer our listeners' questions. Thank you guys so much for submitting questions. And like Trevor and I said in the intro, we apologize for missing last week. But we're glad to bring you Xanderwave, so thank you, Sam, for being on the podcast. Uh, I know the fans wanted to hear from you and check in, so it's it's great to have you on. And I know, if anything, they want to hear your opinions on their questions. So, you ready? Happy to be here. A little bit of oh, producer perspective. Yeah, a little producer a little perspective. Pee-pee a little for PP for you. For your ears. For your ears. And, yeah, you guys do a great job, so always submit more questions to uh, our Twitters or the TBFT Podcast Twitter if you want. Or, of course, at TwoBrokeForTherapy.com. Thank you for everybody who submitted, and we're going to dive into those right now, answer your guys' questions, and keep sending them. So let's get to the first one, asked by one of our closest fans, I would say, one of the best listeners, Devante. Yes. Shout out to Devi D, as he puts himself as his name. Okay. And the subject is media, and the message is... What media has made you do the most extra slash stupid slash impulsive act you would have never done otherwise? Snapchat. Snapchat? Let's be honest. Right? What I, have you done on Snapchat? What is your limit? I, I, try, I mean, I, I, I feel like I keep it pretty tame, but like Snapchat is the only social media platform I've ever displayed myself smoking marijuana or something like that. Maybe yeah. 
Like, just the most... A day in the life you're vlogging. Yeah, exactly. Like, I might go out of my way to Snapchat something where I wouldn't for anything else. Yeah. I I really don't have any two crazy stories. Maybe maybe when I was super drunk. Because you know it's going to be gone in a day. Who cares? Don't forget about it. But I will say my Twitter feed is definitely a place where I put my day-to-day consciousness. And if I'm not feeling great, you bet your ass you're going to see it on Twitter and I go back and delete shit. Wait, yeah. Me too. I changed my answer. Wait, I definitely changed my answer to Twitter because I've definitely wilded it out on Twitter and then deleted it in like two minutes. been like, wait a minute. I don't want someone who's looking this up. One time the HBPD Twitter page that I follow posted like a in memoriam for a dead police officer and I posted this picture as a re- as like a response to that tweet and it was like confetti and a big star and like oh a happy God. thing and it says officer down oh, dude that <laughs> is like some, some like Westboro Baptist church shit <laughs> fuck the police they're terrorists all cops are bastards I don't like a single one of them fuck you A-C-A-B. fuck you fuck, you. fuck the police on some real shit fuck the fucking police so I have no uh, regret for that, but I just thought, eh, they might get mad. Yeah, they might come after <laughs> you. They might, like, tweet at me with yeah. some legal shit, so I, 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 I deleted it. Twitter has definitely gotten me into some recent law trouble as well. Uh, let's just say that is why my profile is private. If uh, you creepies have been stalking me and not been able to get your juice. Uh, but all I got to say is this. Fuck anybody that tries to fuck with me. All I gotta say is all cops are bastards as well. <laughs> all uh, cops are bastards! Except the guys that helped me out and laughed at the people pursuing me. Uh, no, they're still... They're still bastards? They're all still right. fucking pieces of shit. Oh, whatever, my opinion is invalid! No, because they treated you well doesn't mean they yeah. treat everybody else. True, that doesn't count. I think Devontae wants to know about the story. Not, the story? No, not what you're privately sending someone. That's like, Oh, the story? Then yeah, you know, Snapchat, yeah. I'm definitely more loose as a goose. I definitely post me smoking pot or pot being involved in my life, which it is sometimes, and... And hey. I definitely, you know, on Twitter, we rant, live in California. But just, yeah, but just, and I'm, you know, I hold a medical license. I have anxiety. I'm allowed to fucking talk about my medicine. And Samuel, I do tweet a lot, and I do delete that shit because problematic. Like, I mean, flashes, everybody does. Yeah, in my head, in the background, you're and, like, no, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. So Devonte, I hope that helps you a little bit, baby. And just, you know, reflect up to some, you for asking questions. Yeah, definitely one of, definitely. The second most active listener, if not the most active listener. Uh, Trevor, why don't you ask... Oh, Trevor, why don't you ask uh, the next question for Sam, from the listeners? So the next question comes from an anonymous user, so let's just come up with a fake name here. Sam, Um, make up a fake name real quick. Green Lantern. Green Lantern asks us a fine question. Social media is the subject, and the question actually is, it's a new day and age with social media, and I've been with my significant other for quite a while now, and nowadays there are many ways to flaunt your significant other on the internet. Is it weird that they don't post pictures of us together? And should it bother me as a result of her not posting pictures? Well, see, that's the thing is we don't even know if it's a guy. It could be a girl saying this question, too. My thing is, is I've been dating somebody for quite a little bit of time now, and... You know, she's never posted a photo of me. Does it annoy me? I don't want to say it does, but, you know, I do like to be someone well-represented. And I think it kind of makes me hesitant to post about her, but I'm not at the same time. Like, 
forms of social media that I use all the time, because really my Instagram is just podcast photos at this point. It's like podcast Same. photos yeah. and like random assortment photos that like homies that have taken photos of us for this right. have also taken, and I'll just toss it up there, right? Shouts out to RJ, shouts out to Dash. Shouts out to Dash and RJ. And that's my biggest thing is like Instagram is purely that stuff now. Like I rarely post no, uh, no, 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 things. No, there's a There's a number but, of places. But there's a number of places. So like Snapchat. my Snapchat, I definitely... You carry on your Snapchat. Yeah, I definitely Snapchat, you know, my secret family, and I and I am very active with that. And that's something that, you know, people that are really involved in Shout my life... Shout out to your boo in Daily City. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, my, secret bay. My secret bay. Uh, not so secret, but shout no. out to Karen. But yes, I post mostly on, like, Snapchat, because that is my day-to-day life. That's stuff that I do post about. You know, my Twitter is really just thoughts and random basketball retweets from me and more podcast stuff. So... I think it depends on your most used form of social media, which for me is Snapchat. And I do post about my significant a lot, but she doesn't really post about me. I might get a rare story mm. mention every once in a while. And, you know, does it make me feel bad? I don't want to say that, so. That might also I, I, be, like, the nature of how they use that and social that's media. And she is, not, she is not very active on social media, so it's, like, completely understandable. And it doesn't bother me that much because I know she's just not on it. I know she's proud of me as a significant, and I'm very much proud of her. Of her. And, like, you know, just in general, the time we spend together, but most of that stuff is Snapchatted. And if it's Instagram, you know, it's Instagram. I, for one, don't social media all that often. I Twitter a lot. I tweet a lot. That's true, I think. Sure. Um, Me and Chelsea have been together for, I think, cumulatively about five years now. Something like that. Woo! Um, And we don't post about each other all that much. Uh, I think that I realize that having a relationship and you know that's the only thing that you have to put out about yourself is this is my relationship look I'm in a relationship and that's the only thing you're posting on Twitter I definitely have friends that are in a long term relationship yeah. that only post about their relationship online right you know that portrays There's, a person it's a, a spectrum image. It, it portrays a certain image of you you know I definitely understand wanting to be on there every once in a while and you know if you were to go through my Instagram, you would see yeah. Chelsea on there. But it's not something that I feel like every post that I have, I have to have her involved in. Or there has to be a post about Chelsea and how much I how much I love her every week. Well, that's the thing. It's like the people that you know and the people that you actually care about do know that you're in a relationship. Oh, for with sure. You. That's like, and that's like really all that matters. Like a girl that I went to high school with or a guy that I played volleyball with doesn't need to know that yeah. I'm in a relationship right now because but, they really probably don't give a shit. But to take the devil's advocate Of here, course. You and I notably are insecure boys. Yes. Sad boys. Classic. So it's like... On one hand, Do because I I've been, because I've been like a sh- like the the person that didn't really that's oh. been the has been posted about but didn't post a lot in in a previous relationship, mostly because I didn't really enjoy myself in that relationship. So that's why my personal answer is kind of you should be afraid because when I didn't really care about a person that cared more about me, they posted about me and I didn't post about them. But then again, I am a little bit more on the social media. That's like a vi- something that I'm actually trying to control in my life. I feel like I am a slave to all of my feeds. As soon as I wake up, I check them all. I catch up. I, I'm, all, I'm never out of the loop, and that's kind of ruining my life. Um, but uh, I say all of that to say this. Um, different people use it differently, and I feel like to completely neglect somebody else which I feel like is what is being is happening in yeah. the person in the questioner's uh, situation is like a slightly cause for concern. Just because I personally in that situation, I'd be like, well, you know, this Chad that yeah. has fucking like two hours of her week in her life, maybe at work or something, like might not know she's in a relationship and might hit on her and then she's not 
outwardly portraying that she's in a relationship, and that would just make me feel bad because I have low self-esteem. <laughs> well, that's my biggest thing is, like, I don't think it's necessarily grounds to break up with anybody. No, no, no. Or, not to break up, but it's a conversation. If you, yeah, and if it, it is a valid conversation, but I also think that, you know, it depends on your significant. If they're not very active on social media, don't overtake it. And, you know, I've been the guy who has been broken up with and did post heavily about a girl in my past, and one of the worst moments of a relationship ending is going through and deleting all these photos yeah, off your Instagram. We've all done it. And I try to avoid that. Not that I think every relationship's gonna end, but I do try to, like, you know... I don't know, preserve some amount of sanity by not having to go back and delete all these cute, cutesy photos with us. So now I try to post more group pics, but of course I'm proud of the person that I'm dating and I want to, you know, show that person off. But yeah, to the people like, that I actually care about, like Snapchat to me, like you're on my story, baby. That means you're on it. I feel like it's kind of exactly like that. Why not? If you really like are into the person that you're a significant with for a long time why aren't you proud enough of that to make it known that's all all right sam any last comments no nope. huh? i, I right. lost it next nice question that's that right. was pretty deep that was pretty deep but i, I want to ask the last listener question for this podcast um it comes from a close friend of mine Lauren, uh, we went to the Auk together. Shouts out to OCC. And love, hey, my alma mater, baby. baby. And the subject is closure. And the message reads, um, how are you supposed to close a chapter in your life you know is bad for you without closure? How can you just forget another human you spent so much time with? I suppose everyone wants to be able to run into their ex and be able to say hi, but I don't think enough time will ever pass. Advice on how to deal. I was notoriously super broken up about a particular ex-girlfriend for many years of my life. And all I can say is, you might feel like that, because I kind of was in the same... same there was a little bit of closure, but, like, a lot of unspoken things, to be sure. Like, more unspoken than was spoken in the breakup. So I feel like there wasn't that much closure. And you might feel like it won't ever go away, but honestly, you... To, to quote... A quote that I've heard from somebody... I've heard somebody quote this TV show. It hurts until it doesn't. And that's just kind of how it is. You won't get the closure. You'll be... You'll stay up at night thinking about this for a little while. But it... It, it passes. Yeah. My, my, kind of, it's kind of a bad idea to go back and like... Bring all of this stuff back into your life. When you kind of just need time to have it settle down. So that you... The other person can get over it and you can have a healthy relationship. Like I think I do now with that girl that so broke my heart so many years ago. Yeah, for me, my dad has a similar quote that is, uh, it will feel better when it quits hurting, right? Which is like, you know, as a kid you're like, what the fuck does that mean? But it makes sense now. As someone who has been out of a relationship for a while and has been hung up on it um, in the past, just in general about almost every relationship I've ever been in... um, you do find closure or closure seeks itself out. Like someone, you know, you might want closure and it might come to you. It might not. What you need to do is do what's best for you and try to deal with your current situation. Know it's not the end of the world. Know that you're still a young person. Know there's a lot of people out there. And I know that that's some mumbo jumbo bullshit that everyone will tell you. But it's like real though. It, it is really real. Is. Imagine knowing every quality in that other person that you like and all the stuff that you don't and taking that and looking for those qualities in somebody else and when you identify those you're going to be able to find somebody that does make you feel whole 
and that's kind of where I'm at in my life is like I've you know been fucked up by so many people and now like I am finally in my current situation happy and of course that could just be for right now and I might see closure in this relationship at some point not like I'm gonna break up with said person or they're gonna break up with me but if something does happen like there will become a point where I want to have my say and recently for example I have been able to get that closure on something that I've wanted to get closure on and that makes me feel so much better about a current situation and kind of like puts a lot of things into perspective and it's just like even three sentences from you to somebody else could be enough for you to walk away from that situation with your head held high although it could be held low for such a long period of time Sam yeah I mean I think like you said I think closure seeks you out it might not come immediately but I can say Funny, funnily enough, from my experience, I've had a girlfriend give me closure that I didn't even need. I didn't look for. You know, I thought that I had broken up with her, and about two years later, she Facebook messaged me and kind of divulged all of these things to me about yeah. our breakup that I had no idea about. Right. And I did kind of realize things after, but I wasn't looking for that closure. Um, so even when you're not seeking it out, it'll come. You know, unless right. you do completely cut the person off, you decide, hey. This is so not cool that I never want to talk to you again. Like, it's going to come. You have to have that conversation. They have to explain themselves. You know, it comes up. You don't have to ruin your your life now with worrying about what it is because it will come. Exactly. Right. I know the question is coming from a lady's perspective, so all I can say is men are dumb. Look at Sam here. He didn't know the relationship needed closure. So the person that you're talking about that you need this closure from might not even know that you are seeking it out. Yes. That, that's we are, true. We are, like, not in tune to that as hard. That, like, that's serious shit. And some of us are more emotional beings than others. Yeah. Like, I've recently been associated with someone who is kind of just like, yeah, 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 let me drink from my shoe. Not into that <laughs> at all. I'm an emotional being. My friends are emotional beings. We are um, people with uh, intense, deep thought, and those are the people I like to associate myself with. I'm not looking for the next time to get fucked up. I'm looking for the next time I get to hold hands with my significant other. And if you are looking for closure, I say if you really feel like you need it, as someone who has felt that way before, you can either choose to seek it out, but you might not get the answers you need. Yeah, that's the danger. And my biggest thing is wait around. They will come to their senses enough to apologize to you. If you care about them as much as you do, I guarantee they care about you in some sense of the same way. I feel like it might be better to just wait on it, sit on it for a hot minute, a couple of months, a year maybe. My biggest recommendation is I know a lot of people are like, oh, don't say that. That's not a good outlook. My biggest thing is make that fucking person regret it. Oh, baby, that's some real shit. And I felt like that. After every relationship, and honestly, I feel like it makes me a better person. It does. That's my biggest thing is, like, you take that, walk away from it, and be like, fuck that motherfucker. It's time. If Ben was here, he would say a very famous Drake line, I don't forget or forgive. My friends don't forget or forgive. We should not forget or forgive. Drizzy. Baby. Controller. And I'm I never wasting time. I don't even know the words. Shoddy. Anyway, I'm wasting on every shoddy. Um, I'm wasted off the of three natural ices right now. Baby. I've had a good steel reserve. Uh, <laughs> let's dive into recommendations for the week. I want to know what you guys have been listening to, liking. What has got you through your week? Have you right. watched something? Anything like that? I want to dive into recommendations, and then we can plug it up and get into Young Xander Waves mix. Let's hear some recommendations from our guest Xander Wave. Go for it, Sam. 
if you got a lot of work to do, I recommend listening to a good house mix. You know, something that's 45 minutes long. Um, it'll get you through. It's not super crazy, but it kind of just like passes time for you well. But my real recommendation is when times are tough, talk to your mom. Damn. For I've been real. talking to my mom on my way for to work real. Like, almost every day. And I go to work feeling hella bad, like just not feeling good. And I talk my I talk to my mom on the way there and yeah. I feel better by the yeah. time I get to work. And I can guarantee you it saved my job right now. I love you, Mom. Literally. I, I love my mom. I was real, real, yeah. real depressed about my job. It was really hard and she has, you know, definitely kept my head up about it and you know, put me in a good place. Right. Previously in the podcast, I've compl- I've like shown uh, sadness that I didn't hit up my mom enough, and then like in this really deep depression that I'd been in for the past two weeks, I've been calling her more than ever, and now I'm out of it. Kind of maybe as a result of like talking it through with her, and, and she came to visit you. She did come to visit me, which made you know all of that all combined like definitely helping out so much. So like, mom, come to visit me. What hey, the fuck? mom. Ah! I want to scream so loud for you Cause, Cause I'm, I'm so proud of you And I tell Anyway, <laughs> we'll see Connie in a couple days yeah. um, So Sunday. My biggest recommendation Other than A lot of clipping, lot of clipping My biggest recommendation uh, For this week is Guys, I don't want to say it But if you want to talk murder mystery Let's talk about the podcast That started it all, baby Serial you guys like podcasts. They invented podcasting. That is all satirical. Don't take that seriously. But if I could recommend something to you, I want to recommend one thing. If you think that you're out of touch with your significant other, sit them down and have a real conversation about where you're at. And I think it could help bring a lot of peace to mind. And I think if there's one person that you could be open and honest about, it is your significant. I recently did that. It has made me feel a lot better about my current situation. Um, Some things were said that makes me feel a lot more balanced in my life. But it's great. I think that people are afraid to have open communication all the time because they're afraid of the result. But I think I'd rather be open than consistently worry about something. So, And also, shout out. To constantly, uh, you know, accepting me for who I am. Beautiful. My secret family. Also, one more recommendation. Light, 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 light. Oh, baby. Jesus and Miro, Viceland. Yeah. Every night, Monday through Thursday. Then check out The Art on Friday via iTunes. We recommend a pod. I like to recommend I mean, a we, we honestly bite a lot of catchphrases from them. And just I love be, it. Out of pure fandom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing Facts else. don't matter. So that's right, baby. And we are huge fans. And if you guys like podcasts, if you like us, definitely check out the Bodega Boys. Uh, it comes out every Friday. But they just got a brand new show on Viceland, Jesus and Miro, two of the funniest dudes literally on this planet. I complained to the Viceland Twitter about not having access to the show, and they tweeted at me this morning saying that they would upload the episode this morning. And I love it. And they did. And I watched it. Beautiful. Shouts out to Brooklyn. Shouts out to Best Pizza. Shouts out to everything in They're the from Vi- the Bronx, baby. I know, I know. But Vice is in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. I know. Shouts out to the Bronx too. Shouts out to. Uh, BX Academy. BX Academy. And uh, Trevor, why don't you recommend some So, stuff? my recommendations are two full. One, I'm trying to quit drinking soda. I had a good five... <sighs> High five, Sam. We haven't drinking soda forever. I had a good five-year run, probably after sophomore year of high school. I'm... No, not five years. Come well, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. From, like... You had a sip, motherfucker. Junior year until, like, a couple... Like, maybe last year... I really didn't have a fucking drink of soda. And I relapsed hard. I'm off of that shit. What is helping me out? LaCroix sparkling water. 
Fuck what you heard. I used to talk shit because I used to be a Pellegrino boy. I never actually had LaCroix until that point, to be quite honest with you. I tried it out. Fuck what you heard. Pamplemousse, the, pom- or the grapefruit flavor, is not the best. Peach pear absolutely is. Shouts out to Joe Mandy. Shouts out to Joe Mandy. Shouts out to Roseman for carrying on the legacy. Shouts out to the culture for embracing LaCroix. I unironically am a huge fan, and it is helping me out tons. Second recommendation, never, ever, ever, ever forget how good Modest Mouse used to be. Their <laughs> first album up until... Dude, but Dashboard's Shut the, the best. best! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, Steven! Their first... Their, their little tape cassettes... Like with twenty five album with like twenty five songs. No, 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 no. Float on, motherfucker! Shut the fuck up! Never forget how good Modest Mouse used to be. Up until the year two thousand, I believe. um, Their last release before that was uh, the Lonesome Crowded West, uh, released in nineteen ninety seven. Their entire discography until then is the most beautiful thing ever. Don't ever forget. Never forget. Never forget. Uh, fuck everything after. They changed into a different band. They turned nautical. Now they're talking about how it could have been, should have been worse than you would ever know. All I know is they play that song in the fucking work spot at workshop. The fucking shittiest 2007 ass K Rock song. Probably put on the fucking playlist by a motherfucker wearing a bow tie. And I'm not having it. Fuck all of that. Modest Mouse used to be the best band of all time. That's all you need to know. Shouts out to Kendra. Um,. Let's get into plugs, guys. We like to plug it up every week. You guys have given us your time. I want to give you time to let people know where they can find your stream of consciousness on the internet this week. As you always know, you can follow the podcast at TBFT Podcast on Twitter. You can submit questions there. You can submit questions on my Twitter and Trevor's Twitter. My Twitter being Stephen Baker 8. Stephen with a PH. Baker as in the profession. And 8 as in the number. And you can follow me on Instagram at datmcfly, D-A-T-M-C-F-L-Y. They know McFly. Ah, they better. Marty. Mwah. And please submit more questions at 2 You guys have killed it, and we want to continue to answer your guys' questions. And hopefully you are taking something from this podcast every week. Like Trevor said a couple weeks ago, it's a big help to his life. It's a big help to my life. You guys help all three of us out, even Sam with just putting stuff out. an unhealthy codependent relationship. At its core, if I may. Yes. Because we need you, and baby, I hope you need me. Please, please, please. Like some sweet China White. Yeah, baby. And uh, <laughs> where can people find you, Trevor, this week? Of course. Uh, as always, you can find me on Twitter at YoungTPOW. Y-U-N-G-T-P-O-W. I don't need to explain it. Trevor Powers, T-Pow. Um, Instagram at AlfPog. Six Simpsons reference. Six Simpsons reference. That is A-L-F-P-O-G-S if you're a fucking dummy and you don't know what Alf is or what Pogs are. Boom! And Samuel? You can find me uh, on Instagram at underscore Sam Hart, S-A-M-H-A-R-T. Um, but more importantly, find me on SoundCloud, Xander Wave. X-A-N-D-E-R-W-A-V No dot No dot Check out my latest mixes Um, You can find me there I will be uploading most of the podcast mixes there I hope you do Because like honestly why not Get your discography Or get your Not discography Your portfolio out there It'll only bring good 
is all I'm trying to will say. Will you do me a favor and just plug your Twitter? You tweet a lot. You I did so much. Xander Wave. Xander Wave. You said SoundCloud. You said, I, did, I didn't only say SoundCloud. You can find and me at, at Twitter at, well, Xander Wave, X-A-N-D-E-R-W-A-V. If you could describe this mix that we're about to get into with one word, what would it be? It's like you said last week. A little bit of the same. A little bit of the little same? Little same. Baby, we're continuing. We don't need part. any fucking difference. If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. And you know what? I'm still riding off of this high. EDM stands for Everybody's Dying from Molly. And you know me. I just took a large-ass dose. I'm face down in a fucking pool of my own waist. You know <laughs> what I'm up to, baby. Yeah, I'm wearing baby. cut-off shorts and a diaper. Yeah. I, I'm off that Xander wave shit. I'm smacked off of pure BPM. I am wearing a leather harness and Fox mask. You don't know if I'm a furry or not, or if I'm just trying to get into Bergheim. I am off the ketamine, and I am waiting for those hi hats to drop. Cause you know when they do. That's right. On the offbeat. The oh fuck. You know me, baby. I'm fucked up off O'Doul's, baby. Non-alcoholic beer. I'm drinking so many. I'm so smacked. You know me, baby. I'm smacked like a Smucker's. You want to get fucked? You best come to me first. (laughs) I just took a fat key. I'm asking this cute girl across the room for a cigarette. She thinks I'm weird. She's right. I don't know what's going on. All I know is the tunes are slapping. I'm I'm contemplating dating this Asian woman. The cops are coming for me because I think I'm being slightly racist. Asking her what lingo she speaks. I know I'm way too high because I'm talking to this girl about the Fox Marth matchup in Super Smash Brothers Melee and she doesn't give a shit but she's gonna listen. You best believe I spent $50 on merch of that Brian Wilson concert because I'm fucked up. I'm wearing it all with no pants on listening to Xander Wave. I want to dive into this mix head first like a fucking pool full of jello. I'm waiting for the day till you can love again. Shouts out to you Jessica. Love me. Oh Caroline no Sam, anything to say about this mix? Let's get to it. All right.
Squatty in my hallways, I got a lobby of them. Up and down with Chase Monday nights, you made a hobby of it. Still down with the same dogs, man, they never loved us. The shit was broken. Yeah, because I got too Man. fucking smacked. I got too smacked and ate a burrito, and I hit the ground, and I was so happy about my burrito. Shouts out to El Farlito. Yeah. Um, that when it shattered, I was like, oh, fuck, whatever.